Hello and welcome to our Trail Magic podcast, where we seek to equip college students with resources, biblical teaching, and helpful conversations for the journey ahead. The Bible commands us to fear God, but what does that mean? Is there a right way or a wrong way to fear God? Today, Dr. John Lachelle joins us to explain why it is vital to our spiritual health that we learn to fear God in a biblical way. Let's hit the trail. Hello again. I miss you all, and I, and I look forward to seeing you face to face. In my last talk with you, I spoke about three different kinds of fear, natural fear, sinful fear, and holy fear. Natural fear is the normal response to approaching danger. It's not sinful unless it becomes excessive and causes us to trust in something other than God. Today, I want to distinguish between two ways of fearing God. One of them is sinful, and the other is commanded by God. One is a filial fear, that is the fear of a son for his well-loved father. The other is a servile fear, the fear of a cringing servant who only obeys because he doesn't want to be punished. Now, the editor of this little book, Triumphing Over Sinful Fear by John Flavel, reminds us how God, Israel uh, responded when God spoke the Ten Commandments from Mount Sinai. There was lightning, there was smoke on the mountain, and they trembled and they stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but let not God speak to us or we will die. Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. For God has come in order to test you, and in order that the fear of him may remain with you, so that you may not sin. Now notice, he says, don't be afraid, and the fear of God should remain with you. So in this passage, we see a forbidden fear and a commanded fear. And the editor of this book by Flavel remarks, forbidden or ungodly fear arises from the mere threat of God's punishment. The Israelites fear God because they view him as a threat. They regard him as hazardous to their well-being. But this kind of fear fails to make any lasting impression on their souls. So I suppose you remember that less than two months after hearing God speak from Mount Sinai, we find the Israelites making and worshiping a golden calf, a clear violation of the second commandment that they heard God himself speak. In short, forbidden fear is merely concerned with self-preservation. It does not take God's glory into account. On the contrary, it actually desires the removal of what it perceives as dangerous meaning it desires the removal of God. They want God to go away. We see a clear New Testament example of this in the account of the Gerasene demoniac in Luke 8. When Jesus drove a legion of demons out of a man, the demons entered a herd of swine. The pigs went crazy and they rushed down a steep slope into the Sea of Galilee where they all drowned. Uh, this was the first case of deviled ham. When people from the neighborhood found out what had happened, they asked Jesus to leave them, for they were gripped with a great fear. And Jesus honored their request. But he had mercy on them, 
because he sent a formerly demonized man into the city as a missionary to proclaim what great things Jesus had done for him. John 3.20 says everyone who does evil hates the light. Sinners may turn temporarily to God out of fear, but then they can hardly wait to get rid of him. I saw that happening after our country was attacked on September 11th, 2001. Many churches saw a temporary increase in attendance, but in the two decades since then, there has been such hostility toward biblical religion as I have never observed before. Now, some will see the current coronavirus plague as the hand of God, and out of fear they will begin to pray. Some will see it as the hand of God, and they will curse him. Revelation 16 predicts that cursing kind of response to suffering during the Great Tribulation. But I believe that God will use the fear of death to bring some people to repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He will turn their natural fear and perhaps servile fear into a genuine holy fear of God. Hap Maori was a deacon in one of the churches I served. During World War II, he was in a very dreadfully dangerous situation in the front lines in the European theater of operations. Out of desperation, he promised God that if he lived, he would serve the Lord all the rest of his life. When he came home, Hap Maori kept that oath. I know because I did his funeral. Sometimes God turns slavish fear into holy fear. And as we know the Lord Jesus Christ is our savior, let's be ready to encourage that kind of response to the coronavirus as we have opportunity to talk to people. Trail Magic is a production of the College Ministry of Alliance Bible Fellowship in Boone, North Carolina. For more information, go to abfboone.org. Thanks for tuning in.